Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Come on, Pastor Haynes. Oh, Rick, you yes, sir. Up. Oh, fire this. Great is your mercy. Man. Let us see another day. Go ahead, man, for a shout on this radio this morning. Oh, I know you're right, Ricky. Thank you for this song because all of us know life hurts, life happens, and life can be hard. But in the midst of it, we serve a God who gives us a great mercy. The mercy that God gives us is so great that God's mercy shows up just when we're ready to give up. Have you ever been ready to give up? Because you know that you did not have what it takes to make it through what you were going through. You were running on empty, and yet some. Somehow God refueled you and gave you just what you needed to keep on keeping on because God's great mercy shows up just when we are ready to give up. But not only that, God's great mercy is so amazing that God's mercy gives us just what we need in order to to, to, to make it through what we're going through because sometimes as we're going through, we feel as if we're not going to make it through, but it's in the those moments that God's great mercy shows up. And when God's mercy shows up again, God gives us just what we need to put one foot in front of the other and gives us just enough energy to keep on keeping on. Check out God's great mercy showing up on during those times when we mess up, because let's be real, all of us mess up, but God converts through mercy our mess ups into a bless up. And before you know know it. It's not that we are failures. It's just that we fail forward. It's that God has a way of blessing us in spite of us. God has a way of forgiving us and giving us a chance that we didn't deserve. As a matter of fact, he just doesn't give us a second chance, but chance after chance after chance after chance because God's mercy refuses to give up on us. So that's the good news. We serve a God of great mercy. God's great mercy basically says, just when I'm about to give up, that's when God shows up. God's great mercy says that God will never give up on us, even when we give up on ourselves, and God will pick us up in those moments when we are ready to give up. Great is God's mercy. There it is, Pastor Haynes. Let everybody know how you can be reached. Hey, follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram, at FH Unscripted. I'm on Facebook, Frederick D. Haynes, and my YouTube channel is Frederick Haynes. There it is, y'all, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas. Love you, Pastor Haynes. Love you, Ricky. Thank you. Let's go. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Jerry, come out the morning show. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Friday morning news. A suspect has been arrested in a series of deadly shootings at several locations in Orlando, Florida on Wednesday. A 38-year-old woman was shot dead in her car in the morning. Hours later, a local television journalist who arrived to cover the murder was shot dead. Then a 9-year-old girl uh, was killed and her mother was badly wounded in a house nearby. 
Keith Melvin Movis, a 19, uh, Moses, a 19-year-old with a long criminal record, is accused of all the crimes. In other news, how does Pence feel about Trump in office again? It's a no. The former vice president says he doesn't want his former running mate Donald Trump to be the party's presidential candidate for 2024. He said, I think we're going to have better choices during an appearance on CNBC. He would not say whether he would seek the nomination for himself. Lastly, Ricky, about two million air fryers branded Kasori have been recalled due to a wire connection that can overheat and cause a burn or fire. The, uh, the maker has received 205 reports of their air fryers malfunctioning, according to the Consumer Product Safety Commission. The products were sold at Best Buy, Target, Home Depot, Amazon, and many other retailers at a cost between $70 and $130. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you better watch out. Got to get that grease in that frying pan and take it back to the old school. Uh, I'm Maria Moore, and that's what's happening in news. For more stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Already. Man, it's going down. Let's start off with Russell Westbrook, man, expected to make his debut with his new team, the Los Angeles Clippers, today versus the Sacramento Kings. And he is ready to prove his haters wrong, thinking that his best playing days are behind him. The way the team is built, um, how they play, um, I think for me, it's just finding my way to be able to help other guys is something I truly embrace. And, you know, that's what I would do, make sure I can make the game easy for all these guys that are here, find out their spots, what they like, what they don't like, um, and that's going to be a process for me, but um, I'm ready for the challenge and looking forward to it. Now, I'm going to keep it real. I personally think his best playing days are behind him, but he's still got left some stuff left in the tank. It is what it is. We're going to find out today, though. Dallas Cowboys wide receiver C.D. Lamb gets a massive back tattoo. I don't know if y'all seen this, man, but it features images that symbolize the fight it took to make it from childhood to the NFL. He's got an image of Kobe Bryant, an image of an actual black mama snake, Jesus on the cross, a Spartan warrior, and a jaguar cat. Y'all can check my Instagram out at Rock T. Holler and check this tattoo out. Now, the tattoo is actually dope. I wouldn't get that bad boy, but it's actually a dope tattoo. You know what I'm saying? Last but not least, just in case you guys didn't know, man, so honored to be a part of the Homies. I Hate the Homies podcast, man, ranked number one for all black sports podcasts on Apple Podcasts. And here's a quick clip of this week's episode. And I keep telling you, I ain't doing a damn thing. I'm not respecting them. I don't give a damn about what y'all think. Are you okay, dog? Everybody has a right to their own opinion. Okay. That's not what I got a problem with. My problem with you is you're saying just because you don't like Beyonce, you're disrespecting her body of work. Griff, talk to your boy, man. No, I'm not going to argue with this fool because when two <laughs> fools start arguing, don't nobody know who the real fool is. I'm going to let it we be. Do know the real- yeah, y'all can see why everybody hates the oh, homies, wow. man. Check out the full episode of the homies. Yours truly, Rock T, Griff, and our little pal, Super Dave, man. Anywhere you listen to podcasts or UrbanOnePodcast.com. There it is. Gary with the dog on T. What up there, baby? Good morning, Roxy. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning, Good morning to you, Ricky. All right, y'all. Kylie Jenner, baby, this girl is speaking out, honey. She's saying y'all that she still wants to have more children in the future despite her and Travis Scott splitting up. Now, they're saying that Kylie said, quote, I'm expanding my horizons and for sure my plans don't end here, she said. She said, I will go further, and soon you will see. She said, maybe I will want to have more children. I will certainly like to grow as a person and devote myself more to charitable endeavors. It is important to give back some of the good fortune you received. Y'all, isn't that nice? Some of it. Yeah, she said she want to give back some of the good fortune because she's very filthy rich. 
So, I mean, what better than her to give back and help some charities or whatever. But my only concern is this, though. Those Kardashian Jenners, they usually um don't have babies for other men. They keep their babies with, I mean, it's two to five babies per African-American man that they date. So mm-hmm. she's going to have outside children. And that might not be a good look for Kylie. So we're going to see if she's going to keep that true. Or maybe she and Travis might get back together. Mm-hmm. You know, and have some more children. So let's continue to pray for her. All right. The Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today is Tuscan Sun. On the high end, you say Tuscan Sun. And on the Lord, just say beautiful yellow. That's your color for the day. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, a couple of people done got sentenced. And I'm going to tell you who it is up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot. Yeah. Ooh, that's hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. Time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is The Hot Spot, where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, the first person who got sentenced, R. Kelly. He's been sentenced to 20 years in prison for the federal sex crimes that he committed in his hometown of Chicago, Illinois. Now, according to TMZ, 19 of those years will run currently at the same time as the current 30-year sentence that he is serving for racketeering in New York. And the final year of the 20 will be consecutive following the end of his current sentence. Now, during his recent trial, he faced... 13 charges of child pornography, enticement, and conspiracy. Six of those charges came back guilty from the jury. Uh, four people in total were subject to Kelly's abuse, and three of those women were minors. Um, and in other news, in other going to jail news, I should say, uh, Harvey Weinstein was sentenced to 16 additional years in prison for a rape conviction in Los Angeles. The disgraced Hollywood mogul is currently serving a 23 year term for his sexual assault conviction in New York. In in 2020. Oh, Lord, goodness, that's a lot of jail. All right, oh, moving yeah. on. Rihanna's halftime performance at Super Bowl has received over 100 FCC complaints from people saying that, that the performance was too sexy. Oh, Lord. According to reports, people felt that the lyrics and choreography were way too sexualized, with some viewers even comparing it to porn. Come on, y'all. <laughs> y'all come on, y'all. Y'all done heard Rihanna's songs before. Come on, y'all. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Like, wasn't people that... need to relax, for real. Oh, just my just don't watch it. Good Lord. Them people was fully dressed. They, they <laughs> wasn't fully dressed. Scantily <laughs> clad. Come on now. Oh, my goodness. Like, they, people find something out of nothing. They're going to find something wrong. Now, they ain't seen nothing when Elvis Presley was twitching and can right. on. Hello and grinding and we going to have the Mississippi Mass Choir. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all want... One viewer in California compared Rihanna set to Sam Smith's performance at the Grammys, writing, I don't care what some people worship, but children shouldn't be exposed to pornography. And as an adult, I don't wish to see it. Where has decency gone? How about for others and for self? And then in Utah, one viewer wrote, the the year of halftime show was so indecent, I had to turn off the TV because of the pornography content. I just can't take it. Rihanna hasn't received this much backlash for her performance. And in comparison, um, Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson, 2004, halftime show generated 540,000 complaints. Oh my goodness. I just, I just, people need to be life. You can't do nothing. You can't please everybody. So just please yourself and try to do the best you can, y'all. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. Uh, but coming up next, we got Rock T's HBC. You know, it's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I know. I know. I know. Now you know. Hey, no. Hey, no. And if you don't know, now you know. HBC, you know. Yes, sir. 
and yes, sirettes. You know what I'm saying? It's going down, baby. It's one of my favorite parts of the show. Rock TZ in the house. HBCUs in the house. That's right, man. We're going to always highlight all the accomplishments. We're going to spotlight successful people who attend or attended historically black colleges and universities. That's right. It's going down, baby. Let me shout out to Leon Sullivan, representing West Virginia State University, a.k.a. The State. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Founded in 1891 in the Charleston metro area. Yellow Jackets, holla at your boy. Leon Sullivan was a Baptist minister, civil rights leader, and social activist focusing on the creation of job training for African Americans. He was also on the football and basketball teams at West Virginia State. He served as a pastor for 38 years at the Zion Baptist Church in Philly. Became known as the Lion of Zion. One of the state's notable alumni, Earl Lloyd, who happened to be the first African American to play in the NBA. If you didn't know, now you know. If you want me to highlight your favorite HBCU, hit me up on my social media platforms at Rock T Holla. Let's get it. HBCU, no. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> they need absolutely no intro. Y'all, new edition. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Man, we're so happy to have y'all, man. Happy to see y'all. Uh, what is it like performing now? What is it? What, what is it like, like now, Ralph? What is it? You know, uh, 40 years. I think at this point it's kind of like we're on, we're on autopilot when it comes yeah. to Brooke Payne been working since we was little boys. Right. You know? So at this point, we get in there, we, we go through the, we're in boot camp right now. We go through the boot camp, we, we brush up on our, you know, just the stamina and the, and just to be able to, uh, yeah, the stamina just, part of it all. Yeah. Right. The memory, the muscle memory and all that as far as our swag and how we move as a team is already there. We Shout built out to Brooke Payne, things. too. They don't yeah, make yes, come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Yeah, that's yeah. Show. He got us ready for it, man. So it's like, it's a turnkey. We just go out here and do what we do at this point. Now, Ralph, we want to congratulate you, first of all, on joining the Urban One family. You're part of the yes. family. Yes. 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 Love and R&B. We got new edition in the building. Uh, yes. We got our girl Maria. Yes, yes. We are so excited to have new edition here. And I love legacy. What have you all learned individually and as a group about growth and forgiveness and keeping that bond together? That's that we learned that we don't have all the damn answers at all. Because at times, right. you know, we broke up. At, at times, we shed it one. At times, we shed it two. At, at times, we just splintered in six different directions. Um, but I think we learn that space at times is key, right? For individual growth. You talked about individually and collectively. That's right. Right? <laughs> right. Space is good because it speaks to the depth of new addition. Like if Bobby didn't leave, like, you know, we wouldn't have Don't Be Cruel. Yeah, right? right? If John, Johnny didn't no. come in as come an individual... Now. We wouldn't have one of your favorite songs over there, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You've been trying to get him to do the first one, um, <laughs> like perfect combination or something, right? <laughs> How crazy. But, right, right. And then, you know, of course, Ralph, our leader from day one, uh, splintering off. And, you know, the three guys over there, like, what are they going to do? And for us to be able to land that poison, which is a monster, yes. you know, that was like yes. a lifeline for us. So that was the space that allowed for people to understand the depth of this group. Amen. You know, right. and then at times just listening to our hearts and 
listening to our families, you know, because sometimes we're not listening to each other. It's right. somebody else that's close to us that says, look, wow. you know, y'all, right. like, get, get over that. Um, so it's it's a number of different things. But like Rick said to me, you know, it's really the devotion. You know, it's our connection with God because we don't yes. have all the answers. Mm-hmm. You know, he, she, whatever you want to call it, you know, mm-hmm. does. Right. We sink into that at the right moments in time for us to not be too far from each other. Right. Right. Not to right. be able to live our legacy. Thanks. Do you know this MC right here, this spitter? When she came to Atlanta years ago, Jack the Rapper, we met in the hotel lobby. <laughs> what? Yes, yeah, she came to get a recording deal. And I walked up on her, you know, she had a hat on and her braids going. <laughs> and she said, I spit. She had a black jacket on like Ron with a bustier with studs on. Ah. <laughs> right? Ah. Right? Check it out. Check it out. So I said, you spit. You know, I was feeling myself. I said, come and sit next to me. So we watching, uh, what was we watching, Brad? A seminar or something? What? So I said, come through the curtain, Rick. And I put three MCs, guys, and said, I need to hear you battle. And she burnt him. Wow. Right, you never burnt him. Why you never shared that with us? Because. <laughs> and now, and now, look at her. Yeah, you know, yeah. she did it. Congratulations, Mama. I, I always want to tell you <clears throat> that I thought your confidence and your cadence—you were, um, you were ahead of yourself. Then you didn't even make the music, but whatever you was doing at Grandma's house, you know, mm. heard it, and, you know, and I'm, thank I'm super you. proud. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell us about the legacy tour and the legacy tour and the tour date. Yes. 40th anniversary. It now it starts March 9th. Yes. Uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Yes. It makes its way across the country. <laughs> and we finish up on April 30th in Tampa, yes. Florida. Who's coming right? with us, bro? But we're here. We're here in Atlanta, March 30th. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. March 30th. Yes. Well, RD, who we bringing but, with but, us? But, but come on, we got Tank. We got the youngster. You know he's going to take his shirt off. Yes, sir. I think I might take my shirt off that night right next to him, too, right? <laughs> yes. We got Guy, yeah. right? Yeah. Come on, Teddy yeah. Ryland, yeah. righty, um, Damien, Aaron Hall. Come on, yeah. Aaron Hall. Yeah. That's like the next you. Uncle Charlie right there, right? Yeah. One of our favorites, Uncle Charlie, as well. Absolutely. And Keith Sweat. Yeah. Come yes. on. Yes. Come on. All night long. That's all yeah. I'm saying. All night long. Now. All right, y'all, man. I love y'all, man. Thank love y'all so much, man. You, man. God bless you, man. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, new edition. Yes. Ricky Smiley, y'all. Thanks for having us, Ricky. Now, I love you, man. Thank you for being here. And now, another Black History Spotlight. <laughs> it's June 1948. Excuse me. It's June 1848. Somewhere around Monticello, Georgia. A group of 11 slaves made a run for it one humid night, escaping the Coleman Plantation. Now, slave catchers gave chase after noticing the breakout about an hour later. This escape group managed to elude capture for nearly nine days and nights in the deep, dark forest, using, in part, a technique where when the catchers would get close, one slave would silently tap another one to let him know to remain absolutely still until the horseback riding catcher moved on. Thus inventing the first known game to become later known as freeze tag. 
Been another black history. <laughs> Been another black history spotlight. Good morning to you. It's Friday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in the celebrity news, y'all. Chris Brown is finally speaking out, y'all. They're saying that he is clapping back, y'all, at the rumors that he denied black women entry into his section, y'all, at a club after years of facing allegations about his mistreatment toward them. Now, they're saying that the latest incident of the singer's alleged prejudice toward black women went down in London amid the European um, leg, y'all, of his under-influence tour. Now, you know, a lot of people saying that TikTokers, um, you know, claim, y'all, that they were supposed to be on the VIP list, y'all, of an event that Mr. Brown was hosting where thousands of other women, y'all, were definitely trying to get in. And one person said, quote, they forgot to tell us black girls, honey, ain't allowed, honey. One of the women in the group said, literally hand-picking, y'all, these white girls, y'all. Now, Brown, he he shut down their accusation on his Instagram story. He said, stop it. They said the singer wrote over an image of himself surrounded by black women in the club. He said, I have black queens all around me, y'all. He said, please stop reaching. And then a woman from the TikTok video later clarified that the same name dropped Brown because the singer was hosting an event at the club, y'all, and she and her um, girlfriends couldn't get into. Now, you know, Ricky, now we know the saying, y'all, wherever there's a little smoke, there's some fire, because this is like about the second or third time I done reported a story like this uh, regarding Chris Brown not liking um, black women, y'all. I mean, why would he not like black women? I mean, why would he not want, he said he surrounded himself around beautiful queens. Why would he not want them in his section, Ricky? Why would he just allegedly want um, European women? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Um, it's not it, true. This is no, not I, true. I don't think he, that's true. He don't discriminate, child. Okay? <laughs> Chris Brown does not <laughs> he discriminate. Sure he loves all women. Okay? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. But well, why would these people say this? I mean, they don't have no reason to just lie on Chris Brown. Because when people Brown. get mad when they can't get in the section or they don't get their way, you know how people are. They feel entitled. And they feel like, oh, he ain't going to let us in. Oh, we going to say he don't like black girls. Come on, if you check his track record, he he likes black girls. <laughs> oh, well, well, let's keep him in prayer. Though probably didn't like those black girls then, they said it, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, he loved Rihanna once upon a time, so I mean, that's the only thing that I know about him loving black girls. So, we what just, if it's not black girls? What if it's unattractive girls? Because what you look what if like? It's attitude having girls. Because if you look a certain yeah, way, you Brett, gonna get in. <laughs> Brett, you said one right there. Man. We had we encountered one yesterday. And Brad Ooh. had to get me because I don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Came over there talking with them with them hands and them nails, <laughs> that, 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 with all that masculinity. Don't yeah, do it. you will not be that. Those are the ones he probably didn't want in the VIP, right? Right. With all that extra stuff, the bad well. attitude having girls. Well. That's what we don't talk about. Uh huh. Because then they get mad and say, "Well, well I'm a fan." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Well, oh yeah, that's what that, that's 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 the F one, the F bomb that they drop on you when they don't get. Yeah. But, but I'm a fan. 
you know, or, or use that that phrase to justify them saying some garbage to you and you cuss them out. But I'm yep. a fan. Mm-hmm. Well, the real well, fans don't say stuff like that to artists that they respect and love. That's right. Right. Well, yeah. moving on then, honey. Um, in other celebrity news, y'all, Khloe Kardashian, y'all, this is a very sad story. Now, they're saying that Khloe Kardashian has been sued by one of her former household assistants, y'all, for allegedly owing him money before firing him. Now, they're saying the plaintiff, Mr. Matthew Manhard, claimed, uh, said that Khloe fired him when he returned to work after having a knee surgery. Now, he said he worked for Khloe between... January of 2019 and November of 2020, and that she gave him so many tasks to complete while working with her that it interfered with his ability to take legally required breaks, honey. And you got to give these people breaks. When y'all have workers, y'all got to give them a break, honey. She also said that the star failed to pay him um, overtime, even when he worked out 12 hours a day. Now, Mr. Manhart is seeking compensatory damages for unpaid wages and other employee benefits with interest and unspecified punitive damages because Kardashian acted with oppression, fraud, malice, and unconscious disregard of Manhart's rights, the suit said, y'all. So she definitely need to pay that man, but do, they, do rich people not get their workers' breaks? Do they not get breaks? I'm sure they do, but what was the understanding, though? What was the right. agreement? Because yeah, out of all you're getting, get, get understanding. understanding. <laughs> yeah, my Lord, honey. They're saying it's unfortunate y'all to learn that a former employee <laughs> would choose to go this route, honey, a legal route for the Kardashian said Matthew, honey, was properly classified and com- compensated for his role. Now, they're saying the rep said that towards the end of his employment, he was on a leave of absence for an extended period of time, and the role eventually needed to be replaced. We will not, y'all, he said, we will not tolerate false accusations and will prove that this is definitely a frivolous lawsuit. But, but, I, but I will say in business, uh, I, I see a lot of people uh, that I do business with and say, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to charge you. But uh, yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. Right. If you have to stay over an extra two hours, uh, I understand you being nice and kind, but I, I'm going to pay you for that because I don't want it to ever come up again. Because a lot of times we be trying so hard to please and to impress or whatever. And we do all this extra stuff thinking that these people are going to pay you for it. And then you just get your regular check and then you got mad. You understand? Yeah. So before you extend yourself, extend, have a conversation and get an understanding. So say, okay, if this weekend gig or these extra two days or extra few hours, is that extra to what yeah. we agreed on? Or if, yeah, Absolutely. You have to have that uncomfortable conversation but everybody want to make the room feel good and be warm in the room that we don't get into <laughs> discussions about money and, and then because we scared that they're going to get an attitude that you ask for more money and then you end up getting an attitude when you don't get the extra money because you know some people just going on about their day and they ain't thought about them extra two hours but you have to get it clear and get it in writing and be very clear Get it understood. So, okay, this is what my check would be if I stay the extra two hours. Okay, fine. I agree. I'll stay the extra two hours. And and that's how you conduct business. Can't be around here with these people. I had somebody uh, come like, oh, don't don't worry about it. I ain't going to charge you. But I said, yes, you are. I said, yes, you are. I need you to give me a price for that. I said, I don't I don't like free stuff. Just I'd rather pay for it. Because they don't want it to come back later. Then they yeah. get mad at you. And then they hold that over your head. That's right, and that was said. All right, the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahluas. My Kahlua today, y'all, is Tuscan Sun. On the high end, you say Tuscan Sun, and on the low end, just say Beautiful Yellow. That's your Kahlua for today. All right, y'all, give it up for Gary with the T. All right, y'all, it's another morning show. I got the record calls. Get at me, 8669 Here we go.
Wake up. This is Rico in Augusta with Loyal Link Transportation. I need all my riders to get out of the bed. Traffic's heavy this morning. Me and Tommy, we out. Wake up. Wake up. And this is Cheryl McClurkin-Walker from Rossier, South Carolina. Just watch the tail line. Down. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. What's up? It's Jordan from Charlotte, North Carolina. Black Tony, get up and go to work. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I want to send a shout out to my daughter, Brooklyn, and my daughter, Delia, and my girl, Candria. I'm in Minnesota right now. Listen to the Undressing Room podcast presented by Macy's featuring Eva Marcel and L'Oreal. Minds, body, business with Maria Moore on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. What up, Ricky Smiley? Happy Friday. Happy Black Friday, the last Black Friday of Black History Month. Uh, still encouraging folks to go out and support Black-owned businesses. And today, I want to talk to my business owners, or even if you have a very demanding job. A lot of folks struggle with balancing, building wealth, you know, working with their wellness. So today, I have tips for entrepreneurs to achieve happiness and success. So first up, Ricky, and you talk about this a lot, treat your time like a precious resource because it is. Now, you know, oftentimes folks come to you um, at the last minute requesting a conversation or taking up time that you had already designated to do something else. So what you can do is try offering alternatives to stressful last minute requests. For example, instead of taking a call you don't have time for, say something like, you know, I would love to talk to you about that proposal, but I'm not able to because I have other commitments. Because, you know, folks will get you on the phone and talk and talk, and by the time you look up, an hour done went by, and you've lost time that you had already committed to doing something else. So, the hell they will. You know, I know, I know you don't, you don't do that. You got this look, Ricky. <laughs> That's what I heard about you. You got this look, yeah. Or, or is it textable? Yeah, is it textable? Yeah, yeah, that's- yeah, because that that cuts out the extra conversation and how your cousin doing, how your auntie doing. You know, make your point and let me answer yes or no and go on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Another thing to do uh, is to reset your brain. Schedule downtime between those big tasks, um, even if it's just five minutes to do breathing exercises. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in a personal training and I actually do personal training sessions on Monday and Wednesday mornings before the morning show. So I have some women who get up extra early and train with me before the morning show. And so before I jump into the morning show, I have to stop, close my eyes, take some big, deep breaths and focus on, you know, what we're doing here on the morning show and you know you got to think about resetting your brain like you know when you drive you pause to change lanes you stop before you make a turn yes you You know know, you know maria when i get off the air uh you know i do the morning show from atlanta you know i go down to the lobby and i sit in the lobby before i jump in traffic Mm -hmm. you know to space it out to compartmentalize to uh space i do something then space Yes. Do something. Remember, Gary, every time we would get off the air, here come all the bosses with their briefcases and want to have yep. a meeting after we get off the air. And I yep. told them, no. I said, we need an hour. I yep. said, we need an hour. Anytime after 11 o'clock, we need to go eat. You know, because mm-hmm. we getting off the air and then, you know, here they come and ready to talk to us for another hour and a half. And I was, I just wasn't having it. I said, no, 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 no. We just did a whole show. 
We yeah. need to we need to decompress and sit down and be still for a minute and and close our eyes and regroup because radio is organized chaos. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and that's how we start. Why we start doing all those meetings at noons and in the evening. Uh, go ahead, Marie. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's good. Space is really important. And even Ronnie yeah. DeVoe talked about it yesterday. New Edition, how they stayed together because they've given each other space. Space is just really important. And the last oh, yeah. thing you know, I got to say this: a schedule physical physical activity. When things are on your calendar, they get done. So you have to treat your exercise routine like you would a doctor's appointment um the thing this that you do every day you have to schedule that in your calendar so if it's wednesdays and fridays at 6 30 in the evening then make sure you put it on your calendar because when it's written it's more likely to get done so those are three things that folks can do uh super ambitious entrepreneurs making sure that while you're building that wealth and you're pursuing success you're also being mindful about your own wellness so that's what i have for you today inside of mind body and business ricky that is maria let everybody how you can be reached. Yes, uh, on my website, mariamore.com, M-A-R-I-A-M-O-R-E. Also on Instagram, at mariamore, one O in the more. Thank you, Ricky. No, thank you. you I keep thinking about you yesterday. I All right, Don't start it, don't start it. I don't think that was so Individually funny. and collectively, sir. Woo! All right, y'all. All right. I got a chicken and waffle mix coming up next. Ricky Smile in the Morning Show. Ricky Smile in the Morning Show. What's up, Black Tony? Hey, what's up, sir? Hey, well, I know hey, it's you. Who hey, else is going to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hit me. Hey, look, do me a favor right quick, though. I know it's going to upset the audience, but take me out the radio real fast. Take me out are the radio. You, are you coming to work? Is this about you coming to work? It might be, but look, take me out the radio real quick. Just, I need to talk to you private because I can't hold have on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Yeah. I'm out the radio. You promise? Oh. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I got it all. Okay. All right, I got to turn down. So do you know how hard it is to steal a damn, the, the, the hijack a damn 18 wheeler? The hijack a 18 wheeler? Yo, we done stole the damn truck last night. From where? Me, 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 Pancake and Scooby, we done stole the damn truck. I'm so frustrated right now, I don't know what to do, son. Why y'all steal hey, the truck? Know, I need you to help me get rid of this stuff, son. What stuff? A whole bunch of army food. A whole bunch. Oh, Arby's. Yo. We oh, y'all hit, y'all, oh, y'all hit an Arby's. Arby food. Yo. Wait, so y'all set up trying to sell it? Man, yeah, no, I know, I'm just not really. Man, black people don't even eat Arby's. <laughs> I got all these damn roast beef sandwiches. I got all these damn roast beef sandwiches. <laughs> when I had a Chick-fil-A truck, it, it was easy to sell out of Chick-fil-A. They were getting that. But now the guy got it there. Oh, I've been sure black people like that. Yeah, black people. They were like, bro, ain't nobody eating all that. Black on the black people is kind of funny acting when it comes to Arby's. We'll do Arby's every now and then, but black people like our roast beef with our carrots and potatoes and celery. We so won't know if we like our... Take beef out the sandwich and mash it together and make them think it's, it's, it's what yeah, you yeah. said. Yeah, we like our roast beef whole and baked in the oven like Sunday dinner. We we ain't but black folks real funny. Uh, uh, we often own with 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 you know. Uh, well, look, ro- Dad, I'm glad I'm glad this ain't on the radio because you know I can get locked up for this. But look, yeah, where y'all at? Well, over here in the West End, I'm finna go over here by, uh, I'm finna go on the South Side, though. Look, Shadi, you think you can buy that truck off of me? Just buy it off of me. Because you got money, you know white folk. You, you know some white folk that eat Arby's. So what's all on the truck? Beef and cheddar sandwich, regular roast beef sandwich, uh, potato, them, uh, little tater cheese, them cheese taters, uh, the cheese potato tots. 
them uh, curly fried, and then they got the crinkly fried, the new crinkly fried, but don't nobody like them. They got the own. Uh, I do like them curly fried. fried. Them curly fries go hard, Black Tom. Yeah, that's a whole bunch of them. Shotty, why don't you get by the truck? Get by the truck off me. Just give me like 600. For, for the whole truck? 18 wool? Yeah, yeah, the truck. Everything in it, everything. I, man, I can't have this over here in my grandma's mouth. <laughs> they gonna put your ass in jail. All right, <laughs> but let me ask you a question: Are you are you coming to work? You know, are you coming to work uh, Monday, man? T- today, Friday. Yeah, cause today Friday. You know, I get three Fridays off every month on my contract. So I be the uh, next. I be the money. I be the money. Yo, no, you I promise on everything. Well, everything, but uh, I put this you, on. But I put because you on called everything. in sick every day this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You called in, called in, not coming to work, man. You looking bad right now. But that's a sign of of uh, consistency. <laughs> that's right. Critics are raving about the new stage play by first-time director Seymour Buss taking the theater world by storm. Audiences can't get enough of you know you too big to be a sissy. Mama, I gotta be who I am. I just need the love of another man. The story of Alphonse, a 6'4", 260-pound former college football player who comes out the closet to marry his lover and open a high-end store that sells skinny jeans, lightweight sweaters, and glittery sneakers. Mama understand, baby, but your daddy just can't accept it. You're damn right I won't accept it. You're just too big to be a sissy. Look at you. Six foot four, 260 pounds, big, black, and ugly. You ought to be playing for the Baltimore Ravens, nigga. You know you too big to be a sissy. The heart-wrenching story of a man and his search for the answer, how big is too big to be a sissy? Why daddy got to keep hiding my baby doll shoes and ties? Because you got a side 14 foot, nigga. You know you too big to be a sissy. Get your tickets now at www.jimsrimsandfashionforchimps and Chuck's Steakhouse, where we love to put our meat in your mouth. And stop <laughs> sitting down where you're being, <laughs> Are we in it? <laughs> I'm McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truth collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today told from a unique black perspective. 
And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Uh, I'm tired. I'm tired. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. Gary, baby. Gary has a tea and the clue today. What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning to you. It's Friday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news. Y'all, first of all, I had to start with this story because it really touched my spirit, baby. Beyonce's beehive, they need to get some respect, honey. They're saying, y'all, that her beehive swarmed all over R&B legend Miss Stephanie Mills, honey. Her Twitter timeline. After she said the icon Donna Ross, y'all can't be compared to Beyonce. Now, she said, I don't think you can compare Beyonce to Diana Ross, honey, Stephanie said in the interview. She said, in terms of stardom, she said, it's still different. Diana is glamour. It's just different. But she also wanted to say that, that she considers Beyonce to be hip-hop, while Diana Ross is definitely royalty. Now, Stephanie added y'all that she attended Diana's mm. show in Las Vegas, and they were always so wonderful and classy. She said Diana Ross, honey, is the epitome of beauty and class to her. Now, Stephanie disagreed, y'all, with a young interviewer who claimed, y'all, that Beyonce is all those things. Stephanie said, really? She's really, she said, really, girl? She said, I still think, honey, that Beyonce is wonderful. She said, don't get me wrong. She said, but it's two different generations. It's just totally different. Now, the reaction to Stephanie saying Beyonce is not classy drew anger, honey, from the beehive stand. But those who know real music and talent still agree with Stephanie Mills. Now, one person wrote, Stephanie Mills, Diana Ross, and Beyonce all deserve better. I can't believe this discourse and disrespect was ignited, honey, by a white man's platform during Black History Month, Ricky. And she said, Lord help us, honey. And another person um, wrote some things, too. That's no shade, honey. It's kind of wild, honey, for folks to expect the Stephanie Mills to see Beyonce in the same light as Miss Ross, someone who she came up with and aspired towards, honey. So, I agree. That's such a complicated, complicated argument because, uh, I, I don't know, Brad, what are your thoughts? Diana Ross is a whole different genre. Like, Beyonce is our Diana Ross. We're not changing what Diana Ross did or what anybody else did, you know, before Beyonce. But we love Beyonce. She's our Michael Jackson slash Diana Ross of today's day and age. That's how Um, I feel. But we, no disrespect to the queen, because Miss Diana Ross, honey, she is the queen. And she laid the foundation for female groups. Women singers, along with Aretha Franklin and Gladys Knight, and all the rest of the greats. But don't, don't, uh, uh, you just Diana gotta be Ross careful and, and how the, you say stuff. Yeah, and the Supremes. Don't yes. forget about the Supremes. Yes, the Supremes, honey. Yes. So, and, uh, and, and all the ones like uh, uh, Dion Warwick and Patti LaBelle. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Or whatever. And then why are people drawing comparisons and trying to start mess anyway by asking questions like that? Like Beyonce probably took from them and learned from them as well. And she added yeah. her own flavor, today's flavor, you know? Yeah. Ugh. But just acknowledge them, honey. Just acknowledge them. When Beyonce come out on stage to perform, she ought to just acknowledge Miss Ross every time. Oh, she ain't got to acknowledge her every time. And I think she no, has in now. an interview because, you know, before Diana Ross, it was somebody now. 
You know, wow. no, uh, we don't was, know them. Well, okay, uh-uh. maybe, maybe maybe we don't, but it was it was singers before uh, Donna Ross. You got uh, what's the lady, uh, 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 Team Price, yeah, uh, who is still yeah. living, who just turned ninety five. Sarah Vaughn. And Sarah Vaughn, it was people before Diana and Nancy Ross. Wilson. Yeah, it was, but you know, but we love them both. Like I said, we love them all. Though, but Diana and before Ross, before them, you, know. you had uh, you had Suge Avery. You had oh, uh, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> Now you're doing movie, Ricky. <laughs> Moving on, child. Another celebrity news, y'all. Boosie Badass, baby, honey. He's the father of an openly gay daughter, but he says he cannot support her sexuality because his family is too religious, honey. He said, I didn't. He like, he said, she used to be with a boy. He said, I thought she was dating. He said, he used to come to the house. And, you know, she said, his daughter poisoned knife. He said, but I don't think that was her boyfriend now, you know. He said, I think that was just like a friend or something. But I haven't got her, honey. Our family is real. Southern Baptist family, he said. So I haven't got a respect for her family and everything for what she does. You know, so her coming out at this age, honey, he said, that's the time when you're supposed to know what you want, honey. He said, but he still loves his daughter, y'all. So that's nice. At least he still say now, who he loves Boosie child. And he also said because she, uh, the way she is, he just want to make sure anybody else in his family going to be like that or something like that. Where's yeah. the clip? <laughs> Okay, yeah. Well, you know they ain't had time to pull it, child, so. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, Want me to tell Boosie Collins? He, no, Ricky Bad. No. Boosie Badass. <laughs> oh. <wanted> to, yeah. <laughs> Talk about the uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich. Right. <laughs> yeah, the rapper. Ricky. No, you said, you know, you can't have talk. You didn't say. Uh, <laughs> you said, I, I thought <laughs> I thought you said Bootsy. It's an honest mistake, Ricky. It's fine. He said Bootsy. Yeah. Oh, you did. I didn't say the badass. But you didn't say you didn't say say that part too. I said Lil Bootsy. That ain't no damn Lil Bootsy. Is that Lil Bootsy? Yeah, it is Lil Bootsy. It's the same person. Lil Bootsy badass. Oh, he needs to put the Lil back in front of him. Badass. Badass. Yeah, you never never took it out. Oh, he didn't. All right. To each his own, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, to each his own, honey. <laughs> Quickly, y'all. Um, uh, Shantae and Nelly, y'all, they're saying that they back together again, honey. They said they are madly in love. They back together again. They said, honey, there's been rumblings about the potential romance between them. And now they're saying it's official, allegedly, that they are back together again, honey. So they've been, you know, they dated back, honey, 20 years ago, back in February of 2003. And they now were they're together saying, for a while, too. Oh, yeah, they but were. But would you go back to him? I wouldn't go back to him. She crazy. He had been all with all them other women and stuff. Well, no. she probably had somebody else in all this time, too, so... You know, people change. If somebody's your first love or you know that's your soulmate, sometimes you want to give it a second try. What? Yeah, but, yeah. But, Ricky, but, you go but, back? But it, 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 it depends on why y'all broke up now. If she did some stuff and, and tried to destroy you in the process of y'all breaking up, that's one thing. But if it's something, you know, y'all broke up or whatever and you still feel like you have that chemistry, then that's another thing. Mm-hmm. Well, every time I see you walking with somebody, I be thinking about, honey, yeah, he used to be with her, honey. Uh-uh, I can't do it. All right, the Because you, you're jealous hearted. So well, yeah. jealous. Well, I'm just going to admit, yes, I'm jealous hearted. Yeah, I'm, I'm, okay, know, we you can't help me. Can't nobody help who they've been with, though, Gary. Well, they don't tell it. me about it then. I don't want to hear Okay, about but it. don't look through their phone either like you like to do. Like you look well, at that dude's phone up there in the reunion tower. Well, I need to damn know. Yeah. So you ain't been and then, and then took your crazy butt over, over to the dude's house. What you do that for? 
I need to see what she looked like, honey. If there's a comparison. What did she look? Be- did she look she better than you? No, she would. And I'm not saying this because I'm saying, but she wasn't cute at all, child. Not like, as cute girl. as you. No, she looked like a little gremlin. Mm-hmm. I mean, but girl, anyway, that's neat to hear. Uh, y'all uh, didn't fight. Y'all didn't fight. Oh no, we will never fight, honey. No windmills. Mm-hmm. No windmills. So what you said at Brenda? Did she tell you to get off her porch? <laughs> no, because I played it out because she didn't know who I was. I was playing like I was somebody. So what did you say? Yeah, like you was Amazon driver. Yeah. Yep. Well, it wasn't Amazon there, but I was playing like I was somebody else. I was like, oh, I was just looking for such and such. Oh, I have the wrong address, and I just wanted to see the face of that person. You need to switch back off to your car with your little messy stuff. Go on, give us the color today. The color today, honey, is Tuscan. On the high end, you say Tuscan sun, and on the low end, you say yellow. That's your color for the day, honey. I know y'all all done that, now, too. Now, was you working at Wendy's then, or this was after the... Oh, no, I was at the radio station. <laughs> More Rick's Con, morning show. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Uh, Brett, it is filling the blank Friday, filling the blank Friday, and uh, boy, I got time today. I got time today. I got time today. Uh, we, on, we're going in. Uh, 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 oh God, I got a whole lot of stuff, uh, and I want to thank y'all for not doing this on the show. Let me tell you something that's annoying. Uh, uh, pet peeve. Thank you. I want to thank Brett. I want to thank you. I want to thank Maria. I want to thank Gary. I'm not worried about the fellas for not popping gum in the oh. studio. Uh-uh. When I tell you that's the single most annoying thing that goes straight to people's nervous systems, uh, is it just me? It ain't just you. I don't Brent, even know what, how to do that. How do you pop gum? I, you, have I have you have to have a cavity. You have to have a cavity. Oh, see. Yeah, you gotta have, have a bad tooth. A, a bad tooth. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you air pocket. You have to. Brent, why does popping gum annoy you bad? Because people, they constantly do it. It's just not just a one pop every now and then. When they do it, it's got to be like simultaneously pop, pop, pop. Pop! It is annoying. Don't do it. Hey, Brad, it's so, what? I I promise to God I was uh when I'm performing in a comedy club and somebody's up in the, one of the front table, I just politely get me a napkin and just walk oh come off the stage and walk over to the table and ask them to spit it out. <laughs> no, I said because I can't. I said you breaking my concentration. That's it's funny. so annoying. And the audience start clapping like you sitting there like I said, oh I'm sorry. They be they be sweet about it. I don't I don't do it in a mean way. Yeah. But uh, I have had to uh, get a lot of gum. All right, uh, those front three or four tables or uh, whatever. Popping gum, okay. Uh, lip smacking. I don't know, nobody in here really do that. Uh, but but uh, uh, Gary chewing with your uh, mouth open. Uh, the food tastes better, Ricky. Yeah, but you're so damn greedy, though. Greedy. You be, and, then, and then every time we have anything, you know, like church, like Men's Day, Women's Day program, Man, you be acting like you ain't never been nowhere. Why Why you be so hungry? What, what's up with that? Like I just said a few minutes ago around here, I'm like, we had so much food yesterday. Now we don't have none. Hell, I'm starving. <laughs> okay, so so you eating, you trying to, so your thing is getting it, get it while the getting is good. Because you, you have pile to. up place, pile up place, and then you're nervous, and then you're walking fast, going back and forth, back and forth to the table, and got this plate, and got that. Like, you ain't going to get nothing else to eat tomorrow. Why? Let me tell you something, honey. You don't know when it's going to be the last supper. So, honey, I need to get my <laughs> stockpile up on it, okay? Thank you. So, Live in the moment, boy. That's right, baby, honey. Yeah, have my old place in aluminum foil. Uh, 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 so, so what is a pet peeve? Give me a couple of pet peeves, uh, Maria. 
Um, in radio specifically, like if you have a commercial and they give you a flyer or a little script for a 30-second spot or a whole lot of copy for a smaller spot, that's a pet peeve for me. Right. I, uh, uh, what about you, Gary? What's your pet peeve? You know, I don't, uh, uh, people trying to be damn funny. And you're not. <laughs> that pisses me off, and I work with people like that. It just really burns me up. And I just, and Rick, I don't want to say it'd be, nothing. It'd be the, Gary, it'd be the sales reps. Yeah, I'm like, okay, girl. And I'm sitting there looking at you like, okay. When I put a cue Ooh, card up, tell me to laugh. Don't do that goes along with the one know. I was going to give you. Yesterday. I was going to give. People you know, who you know, you over... You know, you know I had them uncles that have that tell that joke, and you just kind of keep the conversation moving. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't funny. Yes. Then he come back with the same joke. Yes. And then, then he laugh at it himself. And then you keep the conversation moving. Then he come back. I said, hey, hey, I heard you the first two times. It's it wasn't funny. funny. Right. How about this? What are you calling well, okay, okay, okay. I'm not trying to do what you do. Ain't you doing what? And I said, sir. Oh, Lord. It, was, what you, it just wasn't funny. What do you call it when the people who over talk? Like, who, like, instead of saying good morning and keep it moving, they want to over talk. They want to talk to you too much, too long. Oh, I'm talking about early in the that? morning. Yeah, yeah. They oh, don't know. They don't know how to just speak and keep it moving. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I said, oh, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I want everybody to practice that with me. I want to, y'all <laughs> see me do it. Y'all, know, hey, oh. I'll be right back. Everybody practice one, two, three. Hello. Oh. 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 I'll be right back. And I and see you doing that all the time. That's why I'm laughing. Yeah, you do that all the time. <laughs> Let me you tell you did that yesterday. Not, he sure did. He did that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to so lock funny. me into no 15 minute conversation. You just Ooh. can't force yourself on my brain. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool with speaking like, like you know, if I'm giving you energy that I'm kind of, kind of rushing, like, like, come on, what you got to say or whatever. Don't, 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 don't get force deep it. Yeah. And 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 lock me in. I say, hey, I. And then I look him straight in the eye. I say, hey, I have to leave now. In a real <laughs> nice way, I have to leave. I can't talk anymore. And start telling people that because some people just don't know. Right. Some people don't. They're not thinking about. Okay, uh, um, let me make sure that I'm not trying to occupy too much time because right. if somebody nice enough to give you five minutes of their time and they start giving you body language, if people start picking up their car keys yeah, okay. and start grabbing up their backpack <laughs> and start and putting on a jacket stuff. and you're still up. sitting there talking, you are just something that's absolutely <laughs> wrong with you. Yeah. You know, we giving you got to pay attention to body language, learn how to read the room. Yes. You know, uh, you, you know who like that? You know, how I know how to talk to real quick and get it out. Who? Uh, uh, Steve Harvey and Tom Joyner. Because when Tom Joyner, uh, he'll talk to you for a minute. And when he blink his eyes and look away, <laughs> you I know to shut the hell up and get out the room. I mean, quick. And, and you know, Gary, am I lying yeah. about Steve? Oh, oh Lord, No. You better no. get it in. Mm-hmm. You better get yes. it in quick, cause he'll talk to you for a second. But but that's mm-hmm. that's it. Oh whatever. What'd you say, Derek? I was just saying you're lucky he talked to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Don't do big bro like that. Okay. Uh-uh, cause he'll come take his job back. We'll be unemployed. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> All right, let's go yeah. to the phones. Eight six six nine. Ricky. Eight six six nine. Uh, you know I get I get a pet peeve when especially KB when when garbage. Uh, in particular, uh, what? Oh, wait a minute now. Where they had on yesterday, Where did that come Gary? from? Oh, yeah. Where they had well, on yesterday? What was that ensemble yesterday, honey? We was trying to figure it out. You were trying to dress up like you were trying to dress up like new edition. One of, no, yeah. You tried to blend in with Johnny. <laughs> but Gill. All my clothes are like R and B. Singer yeah, but you try yeah. to draw, you try to blend in with Johnny Gill and, and our. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know what they was wearing. And I thought had, we was going to the phone. And he had on all that crystal. I, I thought like, we was God. going to the phones. 
I thought it was going to the phone. I like hey, the outfit. Hey, hey especially can't be going to Michaels, be adding all kind of rhinestones and stuff like that. We, we, we got seen that same damn jacket in Ross, and that damn jacket did not cover no damn rhinestones. Well, you know, Ross and Michaels are right next to each other, too. <laughs> yeah, he got yeah. yeah, he got a, a, a hip-hop yeah. Luther Vandross jacket. Oh, yeah, no. baby. Let's go to the phone. It's like, he ain't making enough money yet, honey, on tour. Let's go to the phone. <laughs> Speaking of they which, was like, I, girl, what's that ensemble? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the phone. 8669, Ricky, 8669. He ain't smiling, Ricky. He looking like our other person yesterday when Hold you on, said Hold on, stop the minute, stop the minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Kay. What? Kay. What? Didn't you tell us in the dressing room we was getting ready to show you had stopped by Michaels and bought some of those rhyme, rhinestones and glued them to, to that jacket? That was that years ago. That was 2008. Mm-hmm. Okay, but why are you still wearing it, though? That nah. was years ago. What did you have I, on yesterday? No, I just had on a regular... you tried to blend in with Ricky Bell mm-hmm. and... I just uh, had on a black and white shirt and some black jeans. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. What's wrong, What was I Brett? supposed to wear? Uh, well. Brett, what's wrong? Uh, Brad, that ain't me. That's Beyonce. I just had on a regular outfit, <laughs> a black and white shirt and some black. But jeans. that was the problem. It was regular. What was I supposed to wear? B. A damn suit. Well, B, dress accordingly. Yeah. B, uh-huh. do KB overdoing it when we have guests? <laughs> I just visualized him when Maria said Ross and Michaels are right next to each other. <laughs> I thought we was going to the bones. And then the bed- Maria said he looks the- nice though. Outfit. But I, I like the outfit. But I then, like, yeah. that little bedazzler gun that they have. Yes, baby. <laughs> that little hot glue gun, baby. <laughs> I Look said, at that what, in the, <laughs> what in the Jodeci is going on here? All right, let's go to the phones. 866-9-RICK-866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. Good morning. My biggest pet peeve is when I'm on lunch break at a table by myself and somebody come and sit uninvited and just start talking huh. for no reason. Um, when kids talk to me first thing in the morning and I'm a school bus driver, too early to talk. People who <laughs> tell on other people just because I'm late doesn't mean that you get to tell on me because I'm late. <laughs> Worry about yourself. Man, it's the whole job, man. They always ask you to do more work but don't want to give you no more money, man. Face. And I have two sitting on my desk and blowing your nose at your desk. My biggest pet peeve is people coming in to work Monday after two full days off. That's a good one. Who coming in to work Monday after he said two full days off? You had two days to to get it soak in that water and soak. What did you do with your time? You didn't take one of them 48 hours to put on some deodorant. Gary! Well, Rick, I just. Somebody come to work Monday in the head. Two full days off. Two full days. We're glad we don't have that over here, so honey. We all fresh and pristine. That's that, horrible. That's but that, nasty. that that one morning that one morning you passed gas so bad in the studio <laughs> and two people threw up. <laughs> that was the most disgusting day on the radio. And, and juicy and after you did that, juicy resigned. <laughs> All right, y'all, Rick's Mind of the Morning Show. It is about that time for Battle of the Sexes, man. And we got uh, Tiffany from Spartanburg, South Carolina. <laughs> and we got my man Lawrence from Raleigh, North Carolina. What's up, man? What's up, Ricky? All right, man. So listen now. So they're gonna we're going to ask y'all questions or whatever. Uh, so, But when you get to a question that you don't know, if you don't know it, don't try to think about it, man. Just say pass. You'll say yourself. 
a whole lot of time. All right, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. All right, Tiffany, we're going to go first, all right? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Start the clock. All right, what's the longest river in the United States of America? Pass. The Mississippi River. What motorcycle What motorcycle company makes the Ninja? Kawasaki? Yes. What NFL team went to four Super Bowls and lost all of them? Oh, Lord, pass on that. Buffalo Bills. What time zone is Denver, Colorado in? Pacific? Nope, standard. Mountain time. In the military terms, what do the letters L-T-C-O-L stand for? Lieutenant Colonel? Yes. How many spark plugs go in a V6 engine? Six. Yes. A Sears Die Hard is a type of what? Battery. Yes. Come on, man. Wow. Wow. Oh, does it, oh, what does it mean? What does it mean? For you, what does it mean when you see a woman with a weed patting her head? It itches. Absolutely. <laughs> what? All right, player, you got to get almost all of them right to win, bro, because she only missed two. Well, why she get the pat in the head, though? <laughs> yeah. It itches. She got it. That's when you don't want to mess it up, but you got to pet it. That was supposed to be a mean question. All right, Lawrence, here we go. All right, Lawrence, you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. What R&B singer wants to take a long walk at the park after dark? Jill Scott. Yes. Right. What is the name of the annual exam women get for breast health? Uh, Mammogram. Yep. Yes. What, po- what popular angled hairstyle did the rap group Salt and Pepper sport in the eighties? Uh, the the bob. Yep. Yes. Asymmetric. Asymmetric. I think you should get that. Thank you. Uh, on the right. show, Martin. What was Gina's best friend name? Damn. Damn. That's right. Yeah. What makeup tool do women use to apply foundation? Uh, mascara. <laughs> no, a sponge or a brush. <laughs> what popular undergarment is used to create the appearance of a snatched waist? Uh, I pass. Waist trainer or corset? Hmm. What, tat- what tattooing technique is used to provide a semi-permanent color to eyebrows? What, what tattoo technique uh, is used to provide a semi-permanent color to eyebrows? Uh, that's the thread, right? The needle and the thread. <laughs> no, it's called microblading. Uh, <laughs> you did good, though. It looked like the ladies win. Special can't wait to see Congratulations, ma'am. You're a winner today of the fabulous, fantastic, exciting, and awesome prize pack from America's store, the Dollar Tree. Are you excited? <laughs> are you excited? And are you ready? Let's go. Let's From go. Color Lux, you got a 500-piece sunflower jigsaw puzzle. Oh, yeah, <laughs> hours of fun. From Value Health, ibuprofen, pain reliever, and fever reducer. Six soft gels. Oh, yeah. You got canned sardines in Louisiana hot sauce from Beach Cliff. Also, from EcoGain, an eco-friendly toothbrush made from plant-based materials, plant-based uh-huh. bristles, and handle. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. that's going to be fun. 
Nine wow. lives tender morsel wet cat food. <laughs> Chicken <laughs> flavor. No ma'am. Chicken flavor ready to eat. No ma'am. Also, that Donald Duck apple juice with added vitamin C. You got island choice, sweet and spicy trail mix, butter toasted peanuts, hot Cajun corn sticks, peanuts, almonds, pretzels, and a honey roasted sesame sticks. From driver's choice, you've got an oil pan, an oil drain pan, I'm sorry, seven quart capacity. You can change your own oil. And finally, from pick brand, orthoboric acid roach and ant powder. Kills roaches, ants, palmetto bugs, water bugs, and silverfish. Enjoy your prize pack, ma'am. You're today's winner on the Battle of the Sexes on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Y'all give them a big round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations. That's it for this edition of Battle of the Sexes. More Ricky Smiley Morning Show coming up. What's up, Ricky? So we know it's not easy becoming an overnight billionaire, and there's a new headache for the winner of the largest lottery jackpot in history. We talked about, you know, that $30,000 stolen uh, lottery ticket earlier this week. Now, here's another one. A man claims a winning ticket was stolen from him, and he has now filed a lawsuit. According to legal documents obtained by TMZ, Jose Rivera says he bought his lottery ticket uh, from Joe's Service Center in California on November 7th, the day before the $2.04 billion drawing. And he says a man named Reggie stole the ticket from him the same day he bought it. Now, after the numbers were drawn, Jose says he tried to get Reggie to return the ticket. You know that wasn't going to happen, which allegedly uh, held the winning numbers, but to no avail with Reggie simply saying it wasn't a winner. And if he found he'd agree, uh, found that it was a winner, that he would agree to give up half. Uh, Jose said he refused to be blackmailed and reported the theft to the California lottery and law enforcement. So fast oh, yeah. forward to this month, uh, a, name, a man named Edwin Castro was named the winner of the big prize and reportedly elected to collect the prize as a lump sum. Nine hundred and ninety seven point six million dollars. Ricky, he right. submitted the claim to the California lottery. And Jose lists both Castro and Reggie as the two thieves. Now, he's asking the court for damages to declare him the winner of the jackpot, the $2 billion jackpot. Now, what does the lottery have to say about that? Basically, we're not involved in y'all's beef. He said the California lottery is not authorized to investigate criminal activity among its players. What would you do if you found out you had the winning ticket? Yeah, well, uh, first of all, a judge could stop uh, payment. Uh, number one, number two, only thing he had to do is prove that he went in the gas station and purchased a ticket because there is a record of that ticket being purchased, and uh, he have a right to all of that money if he purchased that ticket. He don't have to split it with nobody if that's his ticket and he bought it. So, uh, you know, how, but how, it, how, how, how did the person get the other person get the ticket? Then that's what I want to know. He said he, that the guy stole the ticket from him. Hmm. Yeah, stole but if he could go him. to court and prove that he bought that ticket because they got a copy of the ticket, the ticket number, it should be a, a a copy of everything. If you can go to court and prove that, then you have rights to your money if, or whatever. You know, the ticket was stolen because uh, uh, apparently it was stolen. If he, you know, I, I believe him. I but I, so I, but I would like to see the proof of the, uh, you, you know, the receipt uh, at the gas station to show mm-hmm. that he purchased the ticket with the numbers on there. 
And that's how you prove a case. All right, Judge. <laughs> <laughs> More Rick's about the morning show coming up. Yeah, I got your fan page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Friday morning news. A suspect has been arrested in a series of deadly shootings at several locations in Orlando, Florida on Wednesday. Keith Melvin Moses, a 19-year-old with a long criminal record, is accused of killing a 38-year-old woman, local news reporter, and 9-year-old girl. The girl's mother was also badly wounded. In other news, two Pakistani brothers have been released from the U.S. prison camp at Guantanamo Bay after being held there for 20 years. The two men, now in their 50s, were never charged with any crimes but were suspected of helping to operate safe houses in the U.S. where al-Qaeda operatives stayed. Now they were flown to Pakistan under an agreement with that nation. 32 prisoners are still being held in the prison complex. Lastly, about 2 million air fryers branded Kosori have been recalled due to a wire connection that can overheat and cause a burn or fire. The maker has received 205 reports of their air dryers malfunctioning, according to the Consumer Product Safety Commission. The products were sold at Best Buy, Target, Home Depot, Amazon, and other retailers. I'm Maria Moore, and that's what's happening in news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Already, man, it's going down. Let's start. Russell Westbrook, man, expected to make his debut with his new team, the Los Angeles Clippers, today versus the Sacramento Kings. And he is ready to prove his haters wrong, thinking that his best playing days are behind him. The way the team is built, um, how they play, um, I think for me is just finding my way to be able to help other guys is something I truly embrace. And, you know, that's what I would do, make sure I can make the game easy for all these guys that are here, find out their spots, what they like, what they don't like, um, and that's going to be a process of me, but um, I'm ready for the challenge and looking forward to it. Now, I'm going to keep it real. I personally think his best playing days are behind him, but he's still got left to some stuff left in the tank. It is what it is. We're going to find out today, though. Dallas Cowboys wide receiver C.D. Lamb gets a massive back tattoo. I don't know if y'all seen this, man, but it features images that symbolize the fight it took to make it from childhood to the NFL. He's got an image of Kobe Bryant, an image of an actual black mama snake, Jesus on the cross, a Spartan warrior, and a Jaguar cat. Y'all can check my Instagram out at Rock T Holler and check this tattoo out. Now, the tattoo is actually dope. I wouldn't get that bad boy, but it's actually a dope tattoo. You know what I'm saying? Last but not least, just in case you guys didn't know, man, so honored to be a part of the Homies. I Hate the Homies podcast, man. Ranked number one for all black sports podcasts on Apple Podcasts. And here's a quick clip of this week's episode. And I keep telling you, I ain't doing a damn thing. I'm not respect. I don't give a damn about what y'all think. Are you okay, dog? Everybody has a right to their own opinion. Okay. That's not what I got a problem with. My problem with you is you're saying just because you don't like Beyonce, you're disrespecting her body of work. Griff, talk to your boy, man. No, I'm not going to argue with this fool because when two fools start arguing, don't nobody know who the real fool is. I'm going to let it we be do know real. Yeah, y'all can see why everybody hate the homies, man. Check out the full episode of the homies. Yours truly, Rock T, Griff, and our little pal, Super Dave, man. Anywhere you listen to podcasts or UrbanOnePodcast.com. Bring it to tech. Got that hot spot. What up there, good spot? Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, yeah. Yeah, that's hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. Time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? Brat tat tat, tickety tat, tat tat, tickety tat. What's wrong with that mic? 
Mic check one, two. Testing. Mm. Oh, it's too hot. Too, too hot, baby. baby. <laughs> you gotta, hey. gotta move that girl. Run for shade. Well, let's talk about Rihanna, y'all. Y'all heard about Rihanna and all of these uh, FCC complaints that came in about her Super Bowl performance? Folks are really tripping about that. A lot of complaints were coming in about uh, Rihanna and it being too sexualized. But it seemed like they they had so many clothes on. People talking about the kids. Like, what kids, like, watch the halftime show? Yeah. But you know what was real? Yeah, yeah, a lot of kids, kids a lot of kids ain't interested in the halftime show. But when they were little parents, kids, they have no choice. You have to sit in the room and watch TV. I think people be doing too much. People yeah. talking about that's pornography. Obviously, don't watch real pornography. <laughs> no, they don't. That they was don't. Not yeah. porn. That no, was I, I mean, I, I thought the um, the uh, what is it? Choreography. I, yeah. I thought yeah. it was, I thought it was, it was great. I thought it was uh, classy. I thought it was sexy. You know, yeah. uh, sexy don't necessarily. It wasn't sexual. Sexual. Right. I, I mean, I thought I thought it was great or whatever, and it it, it kind of goes with you know today's time. Um, I, I mean, I, I thought it was I thought it was classy because uh, everybody twerk or shake or something. You know what I'm saying? Elvis, they they but they people get mad because they got mad at Elvis Presley when he did it. And, but the and, people and who complain, I would like to see what would you rather see a Muppets show? Like what would you rather see? Yeah. <laughs> It was a brilliant business move, too, because she sold her makeup. All of those outfits that those dancers wore were on sale on her site afterwards. Right. So I thought that that was really smart. Not a whole lot of people are talking about that. Oh, that was yeah. Fenty? Huh? Um, yeah, those those white suits that all the dancers had on, those were on sale on her site. And then she had Super Bowl apparel. Um, she had her makeup, uh, that blotting powder that she used during her performance. That was on sale. So that was really smart. They were talking about all the money that she made from it despite, you know, performing for free. What does it say about you as a person that you take time to write a letter to somebody about the Super Bowl halftime show, that you were that upset about it? It's 12 minutes out of your life. That you I didn't just wish they would have let that guy that saying ambulance car just come in the middle. Okay, <laughs> yeah. should have been on stage. Should have been uh, him. Uh, yes. uh, that, 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 if they would, if Rihanna would have bought that dude out, man, uh, from the barbershop, that would have made me so happy. That would have been the greatest. So, then you know, go back in. Don't let him close it. But you know, you just take a break and just just let him come out with it. You know. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> maybe next year. Uh, this year. Yeah, maybe they might do that. Yeah, year. yeah, we got to we got to get a producer. Put it out there. <laughs> and let that, let that guy come out. Everybody. 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 Somebody find him on Instagram. We're going to fly him in. Please we got to fly him in. Dude just got to come sing. Daniel that. Wright is his name. That's uh, his name for real. You found yeah. him? Uh-huh. Yep. Did, did he hit you back? Um, what, 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 what city you live in? Daniel Wright. You all excited. Uh, <laughs> you, you real excited. <laughs> I'll put him on a plane. Honky breaks. 
That dude got to come and uh, that dude got to come and sing for that, sing that for the morning show. That's our, that's gonna be our theme right there. Boy. Yeah, I'm gonna find him. I'm gonna find be him. the highlight of 2023. I'm telling you. Yeah, I swear we're gonna find him. All right, uh, appreciate that, y'all. More Rick and Smiley morning show coming up.